Welcome to Heart Sounds, where we explore the spiritual life with the aim of living well. I'm your host, Steve Harper. In this episode, we're concluding our look at the grand story, the story that's older than any of the world's religions, and in fact, the story which gives rise to our hunger of the heart to live the spiritual life. In the previous episodes, we've looked at some of the main components of the grand story, and today we look at a final one, community. But it's a different kind of community. It's not a community of love and support and instruction and forgiveness, words that we commonly think of when we think of being together in a fellowship. Today I'm using it in a cosmic sense, the way Thomas Berry uses it in his book, The Sacred Universe. We're talking about Uh, an element of oneness that binds us together with everyone and everything. Now, before we get into this, I want to be very clear. This may seem rather abstract, but I want you to know it's not. Uh, In fact, talking about this kind of community is one of the pressing needs on the earth today. Our loss of this part of the grand story is wreaking havoc in our interpersonal relationships and it's also wreaking havoc in the earth itself. So I hope you'll stay with me, and I hope you will give uh, ongoing attention to this very, very important aspect of the grand story, community, this oneness. Uh, Thomas Berry's book, as I just mentioned, The Sacred Universe, is uh, what I want to draw from today, and I'll put that on the Heart Sounds uh, Facebook page so that uh, you can know how to access it. It's available uh, as an ebook, as a, as a paperback. It, it's a book I hope you'll read fairly soon. Let's look at four components of this kind of cosmic community. The first is inner being. This is a word that's uh, more familiar outside of Christianity than it is inside of it. But inside of Christianity, I think it's what Jesus was talking about when he said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. We'll come back to this later in the Heart Sound series. But for today, interbeing is the idea of unity. It's the idea that Richard Rohr has put forward, that everything belongs. It's what Genesis 1-1 is talking about when it says God created the heavens and the earth. That's another way of saying God created everything. Let's think about it in terms of the, of the physical body. Uh, This is this unity of being that we have. You're listening to this uh, wherever you are, and you're not thinking about your heart or your lungs or your brain or your liver or your spleen. You you just are. You are just existing. There's an interbeingness to our physicality. We uh, We just have a body, and we live in it all day long without giving it a lot of thought. In the same way that we're part of the cosmos. Uh, cosmologists and neuroscientists are showing us that from the smallest particle to the farthest star, we are one. And in that inner being, we find our unity. We find our oneness in the human family and with everyone and everything else. So the kind of community that we're talking about today is the kind of community in which there is a bond of oneness that is formed between our individual lives and every other living thing. And when we break that bond, which we've done to a great degree today, we suffer as a result. Interbeing, 
unity. That's the first part of the cosmic kind of community that we're looking at today. Secondly, individuation. Individuation. Thomas Berry makes it very clear that just because there's a cosmic oneness doesn't mean that we're all the same. Far from it. When you think about the body, you think about the organs. We do have a heart. We do have a liver. We do have a spleen. We do have a brain. We do have fingers and toes. See, the fact that we can talk about interbeing, that we're one, doesn't mean that, that we don't exist in individual expressions of that oneness. So that in interbeing, everything belongs. But in individuation, everything enhances. You, you walk through nature and flowers uh, enhance the trees and the trees enhance the flowers and the animals that we see running around enhance everything else. We could go on and on. This is what the Bible talks about when it says that there are various kinds, each according to its kind. Scientists still don't know how many species there are because some are going extinct and other new ones are coming into being. But this, this kind of community that we're talking about today is not a one-size-fits-all, bland, monochromatic kind of existence. Far from it. It's an individuation where the organs of our body are all functioning right now in their own way, but they contribute to the oneness of our overall existence. And so we bring to our cosmic community the uniqueness of who we are uh, as individuals. The third element is what Thomas Berry calls intercommunion. Uh, intercommunion. This, Berry says, is where we realize that uh, we're not only part of a unity and that we're not only unique, but we're dependent on one another. Everything interacts with everything else. In terms of our body, I think of this like the systems. You've got a cardiovascular system. You've got a neurological system. You've got a respiratory system. Uh, you've got an endocrinal system. And those systems, you see, are edifying each other all the time. Uh, once again, we don't walk around thinking about this, but if any of those systems break down, we notice it. And we notice it quickly and sometimes very seriously, perhaps even fatally, if it's a complete system failure. See, we are in intercommunion with each other. We depend on each other. Uh, the song puts it, or the poem puts it this way, don't ask for whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. See, we rise and fall together. That's one of the great stories of the cosmic community is we're in intercommunion, interdependence with one another. And that leads us to that fourth word of interdependence, which means not only that we're interacting with each other, but we have a responsibility for one another. Everything contributes. Here we might use the word health. When all the parts and pieces are working together the way they're supposed to, we're healthy. And so the grand word for this in the spiritual life is compassion. That's the sign of spiritual health ultimately in all the world's religions. It's in Christianity, it's in Buddhism, Hinduism, Islam, Sikhism is compassion, which of course is rooted in love. And we'll be saying a lot more about that in the future on this series. Cosmic community, that's the grand story. We've lost that today. We've divided ourselves into sects and cults and groups and parties and affiliations. We, are, we, we, we now see each other more as rivals than as fellow human beings. We're, we're, we're out to see who wins and who loses, who's in and who's out. 
I can't emphasize this enough. Words like interbeing, individuation, intercommunion, interdependence, you say to yourself, oh, that just sounds so abstract. It sounds so um, uh, vague. But I want to clear, be clear as we bring this session to a close that this is concrete and this is crucial because if we are going to save ourselves, if we are going to save this planet from our deadly and toxic divisions, we're going to have to recover cosmic community, that last part of the grand story, because it's on the path of cosmic community that we find our way home. As this episode draws to a close, I want to thank you for listening today, and I hope that what you've heard has not only been helpful, but I hope you're going to begin exploring this if this is a new thought for you. Tell others about Heart Sound so that they can become part of this journey if you think they'd benefit from it. And remember the Heart Sounds Facebook page where we support and enrich what you're listening to on the episode. Be on the lookout for the next Heart Sounds. It's coming soon.